Okay, everybody, so let's continue. We started yesterday the Gavaldiga Sugya of Bishol. And we had a little bit of an introduction into what is the definition of Bishol, what's the definition of a Malacha, the union of Shabbos Kodesh, v'cholei v'cholei. I want to, I want to do like a part two of the introduction, sort of like a part two introduction. And it's important because sometimes if you get the introduction, if you get the Yisodos of each Malacha, then the protein, the details of each malacha come a lot easier to remember and to fit into place. Once you know the general ideas, once you know the foundations of each malacha, then it's easier to go into the details. So yesterday we started with a little bit, today we're going to move on with a bit more of understanding what is Bishal, how does it apply to us, what does it apply to, and then obviously we'll move on to Mitzvah next week to the real details. We'll go through all the different shilas. We're going to spend a long time on this because it's a kedai to get it clear. We'll be talking mamish keseder through klibishin, klisheni, davar gush, davar lach, bishalacha, bishal bicha, bishalacha tzli, shir chazora, hatmona. There's a lot to be done. We have plenty of time. Be'izah Hashem. We're here to learn. In Achanama, we can't learn all of it before Shabbos Kodesh. It will be gavaldik. Oba, we have to try and we have a goal. Right? The Rabbanim sees that we're trying. We're trying, right? There's a famous Rabbeinu Yoyin in Pirkei Rabbeinu Yoyin tells us in Pirkei Yovis, the Mishnah says, Kol miskayemes. So, you know, what does that mean in English? That means that if your deeds are more than your knowledge, then your knowledge, your chachma, your wisdom, will, will keep in. We'll, we'll, we'll hold, it will continue, whatever. So Rabbeinu Yoyin says, what does that mean? How can a person do more than he knows? If you don't know, then you don't do. You only can do that which you know. You can't do more than you know. You understand what I'm saying? So Rabbein Yoyin, I'm not going to go through Barichas now, but Rabbein Yoyin says, He says the Pshat is, the Rabbein Shem sees that you want very much to do something, you get the Sechah right now. And Mimela, that's the Pshat. Why? Even if right now, we don't know all of Hilcha Shabbos, we don't know all of Hilcha's visual, oh, but we're on the journey. We're on the way. We're trying. We're showing the Rabbein Shem, we come every day, we're listening, we're participating, we're involved, we want to know. Then the Rabbein Shem will tell us, ah, Gavaldik. Right, Enechanami will get the scha right now, as if we know everything. So let's continue with our quest of Bishol. Let's continue number one. Bishol applies not only to foods, by the way. People think Bishol is by food. It's not true. Because if you remember yesterday, we mentioned the Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us about a piece of wood, a peg, Rashi says, that was wet and moisture in it, and they put it into an oven. No one's eating a, a wooden peg. Zor Chazal, you see from there, that a bishop applies even to a non-food. Le dogma. There's a Mordecai Chazanish. The Chazanish says, what happens if a person wants to make a blech on Shabbos? He forgot to put a blech before Shabbos. He wants to take off the children, for example, and return it, right? We'll talk about it when we get to Rishon and Gimel, face. We'll get to that sugya later on. But our Kaponim, you need a blech. Everyone knows you need a blech. How you make a blech, what is considered to be a blech, a lot to discuss. But if you want to make that blech on Shabbos, so you take a piece of metal, or maybe even aluminum foil, or something similar to that, and you put it on the fire, suk the chazan ish, it becomes very, very hot, that is chazi she'yosu Torah. that's called bishel. So much so, says the chazan ish, that if you take a light bulb, an old-fashioned light bulb, like what we have over here on the chandelier, it's not LED, where the actual item gets very, very hot, it has a coil inside. Make take the old poshut light bulb where you've got those two little pieces sticking out and you've got a little wire in between. You know what I'm talking about? And that becomes very, very hot. That the chazan ish is bishal. Why is that bishal? What have I cooked? I've cooked the metal. It becomes hot, it becomes soft. 
That's a good kasha. Why would you? I want to. I would like to have cooked cucumbers. No. Bishul or not? There's no need for it. Is there a problem? I would like to cook cucumbers. Everyone's getting out the shy. They don't need it. I don't want to. I want to cook cucumbers. What do you say? Yes or no? Zavi, what are you tying What are we huddling over there? Yes. Davy, no? Ben. No, I said, I'm asking a posh to Gasha. Lipa, ni. Kenished. Yeah, I'm going to put it in the oven, yeah. Be- well, why not? Because you can't cook. Ah, so you can't cook a cucumber. But I can. Baby, ni. I give out a carrot. A carrot, a cooked carrot. No, 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 that's not true. Livy, Livy, who does that? Gefilte fish. On the gefilte fish. <laughs> Alright. You're allowed to cook cucumber. Paskins that you're allowed to cook a cucumber on Shabbos because, I can give them your email address. Get hate mail. <laughs> what are you tying there? Me? What about side? What is that? Ivy, what are you tying there? You're allowed to cook it's, it's, it. It doesn't need cooking. It's fully edible. Comes along the Heiligeran, and the Ran says cooking something that could be eaten the way it is is Vadai over Mishum Bishul. Zugdurosh. It's even worse because it's so easy to get cooked because it's basically edible anyway. And also, Alimakasha. I don't think anybody would have said that you're allowed to cook water on Shabbos. I don't think anybody would think that you're allowed to take cold water and heat it up so it gets bubbling on Shabbos Kodesh. Nobody would think that way. Even the water is something you can have raw. You don't have to cook it up. Elamai, Zukta Vishayinim, even something that is totally edible the way it is. Tuli, are you with me? It's Vadai Oiva and Issa Da'araisa Mishum Bishol. Okay? Got it? You'll, no, just send me the summary of this show after. Um, okay? Even if it's not the Derek, the only sh- Oh, asks Rabbi Wittenstein a Gavaldi Gikasha. He's asking a Gavaldi Gikasha, I think. You'll, you'll tell me if I'm right. What happens if a person has a piece of Heise Kegel on the plate, and next to it he wants to put some cucumber salad? Right? Ken's answer to thing. Is that Bishel? Is that an Isra Bishel if I don't want my cucumber cooked for cat? It makes it worse. I don't want hot cucumbers. Why is it awesome? Maybe there's no shvach. Maybe there's no shvach to the item. Yeah. If it gets out to lettuce spray, it's called cooked. We'll talk about that. We'll get to the level of what's considered to be cooked. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Till he's jumping. I left my challah on top of the hot crock pot. And how many hours do you have to wait after eating that challah? Huh? Basically, these are basic halachas. Every kid in Israeli Haida knows this when they were three. Come on, guys. 
right, all right, all right, everybody. So let's move on. Let's move on. Let's go. So the definition of bishol is number one, food and non-food. Number two, whether it needs to be cooked or it does not to be does not need to be cooked, such as cucumbers and everything else. Let's move on. Let's talk about the method of cooking. Very, very important. What is the method of cooking that's asa? So let's go start with number one. The most chomer, the most nageya, the most practical is bishol be'esh. Right? Esh is fire. And therefore putting something in a fire, avada. I know it's exciting, it's the beginning of this month, it's gishmak and noisa. Just bear with me, Rabbi Yisai, bear with me. Bishul be'esh is an isa and classic esh is regular normal fire. However, zuk rambam, that something like a piece of metal that heats up, boiling hot, that becomes red, that becomes boiling hot, zuk rambam, that's esh gomu. Which is why all of our ovens is called Bishal Beish. A crock pot, a hot plate, kettles, all of these things are called Aish Mamish, and therefore Bishal would be Asa. Now, Bishal, by the way, doesn't have to mean I take a pot and I cook in a pot. I'll give you a small example. Let's say you have a radiator that's on. Boiling hot radiator. And I have a baby bottle of milk. And I need to make it warm. The baby won't drink it when it's cold. I want to make it warm. Am I allowed to put that baby bottle onto the radiator in order to warm up? Another question. What if, for example, and this is very negative, people have in the winter, they put the towels on the radiator so the towel becomes nice and warm, and you wipe your hands when they're wet on a nice warm towel. Did anyone realize that you're over on Bishel when you do that? Simply because you've got a boiling hot radiator, you've got a towel, you're wiping your very wet hands on it, and the radiator is going to be heating up and cooking the water. So there's a famous chasam soifa that the owner are probably wondering, why is he not mentioning the chasam soifa, that if something is, you know, gone into the air and becomes nothing, it's not really considered to be bishul. Maybe we'll talk about that at a different stage. But I'm just giving you an idea. Bishul doesn't have to mean in a pot, it doesn't have to mean over a fire, it doesn't even have to mean over an oven. Anything that's used ash is considered to be asa. For example, opening up the hot water faucet. If, if your hot water system in your house is done with fire, whether it's done by heating up the water in a dud shemesh over here, we'll talk about shemesh in a moment, but it's done with a heating element in the winter that goes on, or could be even heating up water in water that was heated up by the fire. It's what we call toldos or which means that if, for example, they're putting on the hot water faucet, the hot water comes out, more cold water gets replaced and gets heated up by water that's already hot by a heating element. That's called toldosor, and that's asa. I'll give an example of toldosor. If you take a saucepan, you take a frying pan, and you put it on the fire, it's boiling hot. Take it off the fire and crack an egg in it. If that egg gets cooked, that's called bishel. Even though Lemaise said there's no fire, there's no oven, there's no heat. But the saucepan got heated up by the fire, it's called toldosor, it's an also a da'oraisa. What's that? Right, but there's no actual source of fire. We don't need the source of fire. You got it? Okay, Ben, yes. What's considered cooking? We'll talk about that on next week when we talk about the definition of what's royal eat. We'll talk about that. We'll have to get stage by stage. Rabbi Isai, last sugi for today. Bishul Bechama. Bishul Bechama means cooking in the sun. Cooking in the sun, the Gemara tells us clearly, is muta. There's no problem with cooking in the sun. That means if you go outside and you cook in the sun, then... 100% motor. I'll tell you a motor come In fact, Ravazna and Shevet Halevi, Chacham Ovadia, Yalkut Yosef, has this Shaila. This was a Maisa Shahoya. 
in Bnei Brak. Rabbi said, listen to the Maisa. Lo leinu such a Maisa. Lo leinu such a Maisa. It's a terrible, terrible Maisa. You should never know such things. They came home from Shul after Davani. It was a Mordeka Davani. It was Geshmak, the Dvekas, the singing, the Abbas Hashem. It was Gewaldic. I, I, I know where they davened. Anyway, so they came out from Davani and Lo leinu. You should never know such a thing. They came back and the Cholent was cold. Terrible Maisa. The Cholent was cold. It's almost as bad as cold soup. <laughs> the Cholent was cold. But they had an Eitzah. What's the Eitzah? They lived in Bnei Barak. There was scorching heat outside. It was boiling. Let's take the pot into the scorching heat, into the summer, into the street. We'll take it outside. We'll heat it up by the sun. So they started doing that. They brought it outside. And they're waiting, and they're waiting, and like, okay, ah, it's not happening. So the son comes up with an idea. And he says, Gavaldic idea. Everyone take a magnifying glass, and stand around the pot, like Zoe. You're going to concentrate the rays of sun in. But boy said, within 25 minutes, the pot was bubbling. Maisa Shahaya. Okay? So Ravazna has a tshuva in Shevet HaLevi, also in Yalkut Yosef, and they say it's 100% muta. It's called Bishul Bahama. You're cooking in the sun. You're concentrating the rays of the sun, and that's fine. Cooking in the sun is muta. By the way, included in the Shaila is the Duchemesh. In Eretz Yisrael, right? And now they have it in other places as well. I saw in Lakewood as well, they have it now, where the sun gets put into, you know, they have these solar panels, whatever, heats up the water. These are all Shailas of Bishul Bahama or Toldas Chama, so I'm not going to go into at this moment of time. It goes past our subject. Mitzvah Shemar Boisai. Next year, we'll talk about the definition of what it's called. Bishop, have a wonderful day.